These are the stories of The 116, a podcast from the heart of the First United Methodist Church in downtown Peoria, Illinois. This is where belief becomes action and action brings hope. Here's your host, Greg Fish. And welcome to episode seven of Stories from the 116, coming to you from the catacombs of First United Methodist Church in downtown Peoria. And by the way, we are in a time of social distancing, so please, Christina, try to keep your distance during this Oh, don't worry. Podcast. I'm at least six feet away from you. And, and let me see, we're, I, I think since we're also social distancing, aren't we also supposed to stop, drop, and roll? Isn't that something else we're supposed to do right now? Um, I haven't heard that one, but okay. it might be next. Might be know. next. Okay. So, so be alert, folks. At some point in time, we may ask you to stop, drop, and roll. And this is going to be a little bit lighter of a podcast, I have a feeling, because we're talking youth on this episode. Hey, thank you for listening. Be sure and give us a rating on uh, your podcast provider and share us on social media. And when doing so, say good things because we get our feelings hurt if you say bad things. So anyway, uh, last podcast, we had Kara in to talk about how she was keeping the children connected and uh, involved in ministry and telling some of the stories from that. And so this time it's your turn since you and Kara seem to be conspiring together. So Christina Koppel, who is Keppel, Koppel, Keppel. Keppel, yeah. Sorry. It's all good. You would think I would know by now. It's not the worst that I've ever heard of my name, so don't worry. Um, I can, okay. Well, with a last name like Fish, I can imagine. So, um... So anyway, you, now you're the your official title is youth guru at the church. Is that what it is? Uh, Director of Youth Ministries. Okay, good stuff. Now you are doing a great. You and Kara are doing such great jobs keeping our children and youth connected and doing some things together during this time. But I guess first of all, what are you hearing back? What kind of feedback are you getting from uh, the kids from the church? I, do I call them kids? The what's what's the proper the, the youth? youth the youth at the church. What what are you hearing back from them? How are they? living through this time? Well, um, it's been kind of interesting. It's, there's, it's just like one more thing to cause anxious thoughts in their mind. So mm-hmm. I know a couple of them um, have reached out and just said, you know, what's going to happen next? Is, is something going to happen to my, one of my parents or my grandparents? Or mm-hmm. they get kind of anxious when they're talking. Um, but overall, so the other day we had a Zoom meeting where I got to see oh, wow. some of the youth, which was a lot of fun. Good um, stuff. You don't realize how much you miss them until they're not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really missed them. So I was like, hey, we need. I need to see your did faces. You, did you cry? I, I may have cried afterwards. Okay, okay, go ahead. But um, it was great. We got on and we were talking about different things. It was after the tornado had come through the area as well. Mm, yeah. So just talking about the tornado and hoping that it wasn't like the Washington tornado a few years back and, and just kind of some of the anxiety that was produced with that. Um, but also it was just, we had some humor in it too. Mm-hmm. So we were able to talk through some of those things in kind of a lighthearted way, but I could feel some of their feelings that they were going through and, and just to be able to talk and express themselves and talk to each other was huge. By the way, do you know what I did during the tornado? No, what'd you do? I did a Lieutenant Dan. I just went out on the deck and shook my fist at it. So come and get me. <laughs> no. Um, no, but so how, okay, I'm sorry, a little diversion there. How are, how, how are they holding up though? I mean, are, are you, are, were you getting some good emotions from them? Are they uh, uh, staying strong and courageous? They're, they are, they really are. We have a resilient youth population okay. um, and they are doing amazing. Although they, they do feel the emotions that we're all feeling, mm-hmm. um, 
it's just one more thing. It's almost like we were talking at one point, um, and one of the young men said that it was almost like an extended spring break for them. Yeah. But now they had to go back to school and do work online, so they were a little disappointed. But Now, has the school year been officially terminated as far as going back to school, or have they said that yet for this area? You know, um, I haven't heard them say that for this area yet. I think that's expected. Mm-hmm. But um, so far, they're all going back to school online right now, and the plan is to go back sometime in April. But we shall see. It's, it's you know, could well, happen. And I think it was just um, yesterday the president said that we are supposed to now stop, drop, and roll through the end of April. I mean, it's to cover and stay socially distant and stay at home. So... Yeah, I, I haven't heard any updates about the school, but it uh, could very well be that. Uh, okay, so how are they taking to this online learning stuff? I mean, I'm just kind of curious, are, are they receiving it well? Is it working for them? Um, well, a lot of them are just starting it this week. Um, and I have some some parents that I'm also in, ta- uh, in contact with or some friends who are also teachers. So hearing it from both sides, um, the students are not quite sure what they're getting into. They have to sign on at a certain time, and then some of them have to stay on from like 9 to 3. Some of them just have to get their work done. Every school district is different. So it's kind of interesting to see how the different schools are doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not so sure about it yet. So, so just out of curiosity, what is the preferred mode of social media for uh, your youth to stay connected? Um, well, they're all on something different, so <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of hard sometimes. But um, so we have a lot of Instagrammers. Uh, we have some that are on Twitter. Uh, we have TikTok, Snapchat. There's a couple on Facebook, but that's primarily parents. Although. Mm-hmm. I do see a couple of students on there too. So now on TikTok, do they discuss how to make clocks? Is that how that works? Is uh, that what that's about? No, it's usually doing dances or monologues, things like that. So, so do you cool. dance like on TikTok for them? I I do not. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh come on! I got the moves. Come on, Greg. <laughs> so, and, and see, I don't get the Instagram. That's the thing that I have trouble with because it doesn't seem. It's like. So what, you know, what, what, do you just share pictures? How does that work? What's the, is, is that basically, and are they taking pictures of themselves at home being bored or how are they Instagramming through this time? Yeah, there's been a couple of challenges go out um, where if you respond or you like someone's picture, then you have to put an awkward picture of yourself. Oh. And I've made the mistake of responding like three times now. So I need to quit doing that. Um, but yeah, they take pictures of themselves or their animals or some of them go hang out with friends and stay six feet apart, mm. except for the picture part. Okay. And then, um, yeah, all sorts of stuff. I love Instagram because it's one way to just get, it's it's kind of like a message through a picture, but then you can add more to it. I love it. You can kind of see how people are doing and go from there. So Do you do that filter thing like where you add like bare ears to your head and big doe eyes and stuff like that. Do you oh, do that? Yeah. yeah. One of my posts here recently, I'm like in a bunny suit, I think, and dancing. I don't know. It was something on Snapchat, but okay. that was one of the embarrassing pictures I had to put up. So, but not, not like with Snapchat, they disappear like within three seconds after you put them on. Isn't that right? Depends on how you put them on. Okay. So, um, and if they take a screenshot or whatnot too. So, okay. Just out of curiosity, are you getting any feedback from the youth about just kind of getting tired of their brothers or sisters or 
heaven forbid, their parents during this time. How are the fam- How's the family thing going for the young people? Uh, it's tricky. Um, some of them are saying, you know, I just went out of the house. I want to see different people. And that's one of the things that when we talked about school last night was um, that that's what they're going to miss most is seeing people, communicating with people, seeing it's like um, there's something about seeing an actual person versus like a right. video of a person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sure. they're missing their friends. Sure. So that kind of brings us to the reason that we're here, and that is uh, how can we stay connected and what are you doing? What ideas can you give other youth leaders for things that are working for you in the context of, of youth ministry during the, uh, the COVID crisis? COVID. Uh, besides stopping, dropping, and rolling, what kind of things are you, uh, are, are you finding to be really helpful to connect our young people? Um, well, I think one of the biggest things so far has been the Zoom meeting. We did one last night, and we're going to do another one here again soon just to play games and talk and check in. Um, so you actually play games over yeah. Zoom? So last night we played Scategories. Um, I'm getting a subscription oh. to Jackbox, so we're going to have like Pictionary and um, almost like a liar game kind of thing. So you try and trick people, and it'll be fun. Are, are they good at the lying thing? No. Okay. Uh, And by the way, for the uninitiated, Zoom is a video conferencing. Yeah, it's a video conferencing call. You can have, I believe it's up to 49 on your screen at one time, um, different videos, Uh which I think the most, uh, when I was helping Carol the other day with her Sunday school, there was uh, 25 pictures on the screen at one time. So, okay. But it's good to be able to see those faces and um, talk with them. So. so were the older folks doing okay with the Zoom thing as well? Were they enjoying that? Were they, oh, yeah. they hanging in there? Go yeah, ahead. they seem to enjoy it a lot. Okay. All right. I enjoyed seeing all their faces. Yeah, good stuff. Of course, that's how we're having our meetings now too, except for the fact that we're actually in the same, but we are staying a socially distant six feet from each other that's here. Great. So that's, a, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, so you're staying in touch with Zoom. What else are you doing to keep them in touch Also, um, Monday through Friday, I put up a devotion. So before we left, or I want to say we left on spring break, but it's not really leaving on spring break. It's pre-corona. Let's say pre-corona. Okay. And uh, I had given them all, or those who wanted it, a Lent devotional. Okay. And so um, Monday through Friday, I I put up something on Instagram and Facebook, uh, a picture. It also goes to our um, FUMC youth um, page, and um, it's just... It's a tag along with the devotion they're already getting in the book, but it's something different for those who have the book. And for those who don't have the book, they can still get something out of it. So just a way to communicate God's love and message to us, even while we're apart. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. Yeah. And then um, one of the things that we're also doing is on Wednesdays, it's a a midweek meditation. So each week is a different psalm that they can go through and, and really wrestle with and journal and and um, be creative, draw pictures about how that, that psalm is uh, impacting them in their lives. Wow, so. that's neat. So beyond that, then, I, I guess you are also doing these scavenger hunts. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is that all about? Okay, so the scavenger hunts are something that Kara and I um, are doing together. So it's for kids, youth, and really any kid of the church. So that could be big kids, families of any kind, singles. Um, But we're just encouraging them to do a different mission each week. So last week was our first week. It was Mission Home. So they had to find some different things, anything from like a wheat penny to their best isolation outfit to show us your stack of toilet paper 
mm. to um, I'm trying to think of another one. Uh, show us your favorite stuffed animal. Just anything to kind of um, find some weird stuff in your house, kind of thing. Um, so that was last week, just to kind of break the ice a little bit for them. So they had to look around their house and find some things. But um, then this week is Mission Neighborhood. So in Mission Neighborhood, we're encouraging them, them to go out and find different things, um, such as like flags or the number seven, things like that. But then also as they go throughout their neighborhood to pray for the people in each house. Oh, so it's yeah. they're truly on mission. That's neat. Yeah. So so they, they put their pictures on social media, and then is there like a, a prize or something at the end? Yes, there will be a prize. And they can either put their pictures on social media or um, they can send them to us at the VBS F-U-M-C Peoria at gmail.com email address. Neat. And then we'll put them all in a collage and show everybody when we're done. But Great. Any other, any other schemes coming up in the, in the near future for uh, pulling them together? Or is that, are you still going to stay with the scavenger hunt for a while? Uh, we'll stay with the scavenger hunt for now. We're also looking at how do we do Holy Week as a scavenger hunt. Oh, so yeah. involving um, scripture and then how they can find it in their community. Um, and then we're also looking at how to not only get them out of their house on like walks, but how can they go in their car as a family together to, let's say Grandview Drive or something like that. So well, that's neat. I, and I know that it, this is probably not the thing to, to say, but are you finding that this is creating some, uh, an opportunity for the young people to have a little bit more community with the people who are most important with their life anyway, in a positive sort of way? Are, are you getting some positive stories coming out? I, I, I made the joke about being tired of your parents and <laughs> brothers or sisters, but what are some of the positive stories that are coming back to you, if any? Um, some of the positives that we see are parents who are taking control of their children's faith mm. education. Wow. Um, and not that they weren't doing it before, but they're actually the ones teaching their child and helping them in worship and things like that. And it's just really cool to see parents getting involved with that. Um, the church, as as the church staff, I should say, because we are the church, the people are, but um, we're here to help assist that. And sometimes the whole um, task is placed on the staff. Like, I'm bringing my kid to you so you can teach them all about their faith. But this is really giving the parents the opportunity to bring that faith element back to the house and um, teach them themselves, which is one of the ways that kids and youth truly hold on to their faith. Yeah. They keep it if the, they see the parents doing it. So, and, and I wonder, do you think this is true, that while we make a lot of jokes about the, the difference between the youth, the teens, and their parents, that at the core, at our heart, we all have this longing for a good, healthy relationship with our family. Do you find that to be true among them when you get beyond the joking and so forth, that they really do want to have a good, healthy relationship with mom and dad? Oh, definitely. I know um, before we kind of went on this Corona break, yeah. um, we were doing a relationship series in the youth. And so um, all the questions came from them. And one of the questions was, how do I help my parents understand me? Or how do I understand my parents? So this mm. longing to build those relationships with their parents, even though they may not feel it all the time, they know their parents love them. They just, sometimes they want to see it. So. so what were some of the solutions you came up to to those questions? Well, we hadn't actually gotten to do the parent one yet. Okay. Yeah. So um, my mom and I were going to do a the parent 
relationship talk and uh-huh. we just hadn't gotten there yet. It was like the next one and then we had to cancel. So, but, um, so, so well, I guess, so here's my advice for parents. Your kids are never too old to spank, you know, oh, no, no, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> Sorry. Bad joke. Bad joke. No, no. no. Um, you know, maybe this week in our uh, youth live cast, uh-huh. my mom and I will sit down and answer those questions. That would be great. What What are some of the things that that your youth have most connected with in your relationship series, just out of curiosity? What are some of the, the revelations that have come out? Um, I think some of them are that um, we really need to talk to or have God in the relationship process. Um, so like I know... Uh, Pastor Miguel and Rosie came in one week and they were talking about how they truly relied on God for direction. Um, And so that was really cool. Another one was be yourself. So when Kara and her husband Nathan came in, um, they were talking about how they may be a little different than most people, but they, in order to have a relationship with each other, they had to have um, an understanding of who they were themselves. And so to bring their weirdness to the relationship and enjoy that with each other. Um, when Dan and Kim came, it was um, to be open to um, like a new avenue. So, um, and I don't know how many people know Dan's story and I don't want to, I don't want to share things, but that he wouldn't share, but he said one of the things that um, going through some hardships in their early relationship really caused them to grow together, mm-hmm. and it really caused them to reach out for God. So um, it was just really cool to see that and how this church came around Dan and Kim as mm-hmm. the people and helped helped them through some difficult times. So that's so important. It's just really cool. Well, and that's just so important. Any relationship is to know that it's okay to get help. And to look to others to help you through it. And uh, when you don't do that, they can fail on you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, kind of wrapping this up and bringing it full circle here then, uh, for the parents listening, what advice would you give them at this point? Say, remember these things as we go through this COVID crisis. These are important things that from my heart, from your heart, I mean, your heart, but uh, to the parents that you would really like for them to know to help them connect with their youth. Um. I would say, honestly, take this time to talk to your youth and get to know them a little bit better. Um, You have some great, great kids. Um, I know I love them and I miss them and um, I miss the joy that we have and and some of the heartaches and the sorrows that we share together. But um, you have some really fabulous kids. They're creative. They're um, talented in so many different ways. And um, they truly just want to have a good relationship with you. So be open for those times when they will disappoint you, um, but also just open that relationship, like connection. Talk sure. to them, play games with them, um, laugh with them, cry with them. You know, during this time they are anxious. So sit down and talk to them. You know, what are you feeling right now? How are you doing? Um, just open some of those airways, and if they don't respond right away. Um, be okay with that. Okay. They will come around and talk to you. So, and, and I think we all learn as adults that eventually that relationship does happen for most of us. Mm-hmm. So even if, if you don't see it right now, even if it, and it, it could be that it's just too difficult to really have the relationship that you want. But if you, if you keep the, the relationship on, on as positive of a trail as you possibly can down the road, 
it should turn around mm-hmm. and, and be friends. Yeah, that was another thing that they learned in the relationship series um, when we were talking about friends and uh, different relationships of that sort was the intentionality behind it. Mm. Um, and it may not be today. It may be in a couple of years they'll, they'll swing back around to you. But just be intentional about building that relationship with them and they'll come. And, you know, just just by way of encouraging parents, because I'm never quite sure who will find their way to this podcast, but I, I'm hoping that some of the FUMC parents will find their way here. Tell them about some of the spiritual things that you are seeing, like when you're go, going to your camping experiences or your mission experiences with their kids that they may not even get to see as parents. What are you seeing as far as the depth of spiritual, uh, at least curiosity, if not spiritual practice or, cons- or concern with your youth? Um, I would say when they worship and you can see that they're fully in it um, and they're crying out to God, that is one of the, the coolest moments for me to see as their youth director. Just that, mm. that time where they're, I don't want to say breaking, but they are breaking. Um, tears are flowing and their hearts are breaking for what God would have of them. Um, so you may not be able to see that as a parent, but you're, I mean, wow. The Holy Spirit truly does some work. On your, on your youth when, when they're away at camps and retreats. Um, some of the conversations we have, the questions that they have um, about the Holy Spirit or the Trinity or why do bad things happen, um, they're some really deep thinkers, and they really take into account everything they see in the world, and they try to formulate their own path with it. And so you know, throw some scripture at them and see what they think of it and what how they sure. respond to it. Um, they have some deep questions and they're deep thinkers, and it's just amazing. The things that they come up with that just blow my mind sometimes. It's like, wow. <laughs> well, and you know, in my years as a pastor, one thing I noticed, and saying this, by the way, is always at risk of making somebody older very angry about this. But what I have found is that the young people can lead a church in spiritual revival. Oh, I've seen that happen before. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so let's all just be welcoming and receiving of what God wants to do among us. And, and wouldn't that be cool to see that revival break out among our young people mm-hmm. and then move into the, the whole population of our ministry work? That would be such an awesome yeah. thing. Awesome. That would be sweet. All right. Well, hey, it's good to have you here. And uh, thank you for coming in today and the time. You probably, it's probably good to get out of the house a little oh, bit yes. anyway. <laughs> and we are being very, by the way, in case anybody is wondering, we are being ultra vigilant here. There are very few people on their premises and being very careful about who's being exposed to who and washing hands and using, are you out of sanitizer yet? Uh, no, but it's in my office. I have some more in my office. And by the way, is it wrong that finally I went to the store the other day and found toilet paper and I got excited so much so that I actually put a picture of it on social media. Is that wrong? (laughs) No, I got excited when I found some too, because I had gone to like eight stores by the time I found some. And I was like, we're down to like 10 rolls. And now I... I'm not going to out my parents, but they go to the bathroom a lot. And so (laughs) I was like, we're down to 10 rolls. This is like emergency time. We need more toilet paper. So sorry, mom and dad. I didn't mean to out you there, but it was a mission that I had to get toilet paper. So So they're really wiped out, huh? (laughs) Okay. Let's, uh, let's wrap this. Thank you so much for stopping in. And and I, um, I want to say our prayers are with parents out there and with our young people as well. Uh, you guys hang in there. We're going to make it through this. We, we may not be the same when we're done, but God is still God. Yeah. And uh, yes. Yeah, oh, one more thing. Yes. Uh, definitely be in prayer for the, the youth um, that are missing out on some of those 
cultural milestones like graduations oh, and dances yeah. and senior nights and all those things mm. that the concerts, last concerts of the year, that's huge. Understandable. Right. Yeah, no, I'm glad you said that. That's a good point there. Well, folks, be sure and like and share these uh, posts on social media, share them with others and give us a good review on your uh, podcast provider. Thank you very much for checking in with another edition of Stories from the 116. And I know we'll be back with more stories of surviving the COVID crisis, as well as ways to stay spiritually on fire uh, through this time. So be sure and stay with us in the weeks ahead. We'll have more coming up. You've been listening to the stories of the 116 from our studio at First United Methodist Church in downtown Peoria, Illinois. You can find the show notes or contact us with your questions and comments through our website at www.fumcpeoria.org.